the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Sing a little louder, come on. Louder than the unbelief. How many know we better sing a little louder? And what are we gonna sing? We're gonna sing God's word. We're gonna confess God's word. Louder than the unbelief. Louder than the distractions. Come on. Louder than the sickness. Louder than the disease. Louder than, come on. We got, what's, what's gonna get louder? You are the, are the problem. You are the sickness. You, I'm just saying, wake up. Y'all ready for the word? Y'all come expecting? God's got something for every single one of us. It's our responsibility to receive the word, to prepare our hearts, to prepare our hearts to be what? To be good ground, to be good ground. We're gonna humble ourselves because God's got something for us. And you know what we're talking about tonight? We are talking about part two, round two, fight. Let's go on matters of the heart. How many know we got matters in the heart? We got issues, we got stuff going on. I got issues, you got them to let's go right there's a lot of stuff going on in our heart and that's what we're going to dive into tonight we're going to dive into what God says about our heart about what God says is our responsibility about the condition of our heart come on let me tell you the enemy is after you he's after your heart he's after your attention right because the enemy would love for us to get cold hearted towards the things of God let me tell you how easy is it one time you don't come to church another time you don't come to church one another time you don't read the Bible you know it's like then you're like when's the last time you prayed when's the last time but when's the last time you turn on the TV when's the last time you looked at your phone like a lot <laughs> all of us right so we got to be sensitive to the things of God that we're going to be talking about guarding our heart above all else come on Proverbs 4 23 Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Anybody's life been off course, right? You're like GP four-wheel driving, but you don't want to do that with your life, right? You don't want to do that with your finances. You don't want to do that with your relationships. You just want to do that on a little four-wheel drive, right? If anybody even knows how to do that anymore. But anyways, I remember my dad would be like, we didn't have no four wheel, but we were getting across like Oak Creek Canyon or something. Like, when my dad's like, we're going to find a creek where you don't have to pay. That's off road. <laughs> Anyways, those are fun times. But I don't want my life to be lived off course. I don't want my finances to be off course. Come on, I don't want my relationship with God to be off course. I don't want, right? Anybody else? No. This is why it's so important that we learn how to guard our hearts. We gotta guard our hearts. Who has to guard their hearts? Exactly. Every single one of us has to take responsibility and guard our hearts, guard our hearts with all diligence, right? It's so important because it's so important for us to even learn how to guard our heart. What does it mean to guard your heart? It means to be careful what you're listening to. It means to be careful, what are you receiving? What are you partaking of? What are you receiving? What are you listening to? What is getting the attention of your heart, right? What's after your attention? Let me tell you what's after your attention. 
the ads and the algorithms because your body will not go anywhere your mind has not been. And if your mind has been on that um, gordita burrito, that taco frito, Cheeto, um, whatever, do you know what I mean? The ad, the ad, the ad, that you need this device, that you need this device, you need this device, you need this device. And what is it? Get in there and all of a sudden there you are driving to Best Buy. I need this device. I need this device. I need this device. Anybody? Right? Because there it is, your mind. This, uh, the ad for this show and this show and this show and this show. And all of a sudden you're like, I need to check out that show. You just over here thinking you don't have an original idea. No, it was fed to you. It was fed to you. And this is why we got to get our attention on the word of God. We got to get our attention on Jesus. We have to fix our eyes, fix our eyes, fix our eyes. Recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. Why? Because our life has got off course. There's your GPS saying, recalculating, recalculating. You turn now, you turn now. Left, 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 left. There you go. What we need to, what's God's will for today? What's God's plan for our everyday life, right? And we got to guard our heart because let me tell you, life can be hard. <laughs> Anybody? If it's not hard, it will get, you will get hard. <laughs> it's promised to us. Life gets hard, but it's our responsibility to maintain a sensitive heart towards God, towards his word, towards his voice. God is speaking to you. God is so excited for you and your and his future for you and plans and destiny. But we got to tap in. We got to tap into that phone line, right? His will, his plan, his purposes. And you know what? We got to be sensitive to his promises. We got to be sensitive. What is God's promise to me? What does God's word say? What does God's word say about your health? What does God's word say about your, your family unit? What does God's word say about your relationships? What does God's word say about your peace? There's promises that are available to you that Jesus made available to us through the cross. And we need to come to know, right? We need to grow in the knowledge of God. A hard heart makes us spiritually cold and stuck in a rut. Anybody been stuck in a rut? Like, dude, I need to get out of here. I don't feel like myself. I don't like this situation. I don't like this going on in my life. You know what? We need to get sensitive to the things of God. We need to dive into the word of God. You got to get the word on repeat, right? We're stuck in a rut, but yet we go to the same pages. We go to the same um, influencers. We're going to the same YouTube channels. And what are we doing? We're just our nothing box, nothing box, nothing box, nothing box. Let me tell you, it's something box, something box, something box, because those are seeds being planted. There are seeds being planted. It's not just the good, but it's also the bad. There are seeds being planted, seeds of what? Seeds of depression, seeds of anxiety, seeds of fear, right? That's what's happening when we're just like, oh, it's just nothing box, just my nothing box. You know, I'm so old school. This is how I still do a TV. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm from the 80s, guys. I remember when I used to have to, my dad be like, go turn the channel. You had to get up, walk to the TV, pull out the knob and go, there it is. Just saying. I mean, it was a color TV. I'm not that old. <laughs> but there was no, right? Right? A hard heart makes us spiritually cold. Hebrews 3.12. Take care. Take responsibility. Come on. Be aware, brothers and sisters, that there not be in any one of you a wicked, 
unbelieving heart, which refuses to trust and rely on the Lord. Anybody been there? God's got a plan and he's got a purpose and he's got a promise and you're going to do it on your own. You're going to trust your own way. You're going to lean on your own knowledge. Oh no, not us, not here. We're going to encourage each other that God's got a plan. Trust in him. It's his will to heal. God's got a destiny for you, right? right? Come on. That's why we're encouraging each other, right? Let Make sure that there's not any, in any one of you an unbelieving heart, a heart that turns away from the living God. We can never let our heart turn away from God. But let me tell you, it's possible. That's why he says, take care, take responsibility, be aware, brothers and sisters, be continually encouraged, but continually encourage one another every day. Look at your neighbor and say, every day. When are we supposed to encourage each other? Every single day. Every single day, we need to encourage each other. We need to encourage each other. Don't get off track. God's got a plan. Not in a religious way, like, did you read your scriptures? No, but how about you send a scripture to somebody, encourage somebody with a, 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 an encouraging song, or just let somebody know that you're believing with them, you're standing in faith with them, you're agreeing with them, right? We need to be encouraged. We're better together, we're stronger together, we are in this together, we're not made to do life alone, and we don't have to here at Love Live. We are family. We're the body of Christ, guys. We are one body. If one part's dysfunctional, it, it looks like that on all of us. <laughs> you know? Right? Be content, but continually encourage one another every day as long as it is called today. Let me encourage you today. Yes. And there is opportunity so that none of you will be hardened into settled rebellion and a cold heart towards God. But by the deceitfulness of sin, its cleverness, false glamour, vain sophistication. For we believers have become members, partakers with Christ, sharing in all that the Messiah has for us. Are you sharing in all that Jesus has for you in his divine nature? Come on, it's about time. We are going beyond. If only we hold firm our newborn confidence. Come on, that childlike faith, which originally led us to him, steadfast until the end. Come on, that resilient faith until the end. Steadfast from the beginning to the end. I was just talking to my sister Chantel, and uh, Chantel went to aviation school. Like Chantel, she got up in a plane, all this maverick, talking about all these jets. Yeah, Miss Chantel, that girl, my big sister, she flew planes for a minute. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so proud of her. She got up there. She did her thing, right? She was, going, she was off to college, and um, I was headed in, into ministry. Things were happening, and I was just talking to her just the other day about remember when. All we were on our own. Like this is our first time. When you're coming from a big family, and you know when somebody's always talking, but blah, 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 there's the TV's on. Somebody's always eating. Somebody's always munching. Some. I mean, we've always shared a room. Somebody's always like still up while you're going to bed. Turn the light on. You're just surrounded by people. Okay, that's how it goes in a big family with a small house. Right? Just how it is. Well, when you go off to be on your own, you're like, Whew. you turn the light out. It's dark. <laughs> You turn, you, you turn the light off, nobody's talking. You're like, I can't sleep with nobody talking. I need to turn the TV on. Somebody needs to be yelling at each other. Oh, it feels better. 
feels like home, you know? I'm like, remember when, when you first moved out? Remember when I first moved out? All we could do was listen to the word. Listen to the word. Listen to the righteousness of God. Listen to our new identity, our new creation. We just had on prosperity, we just had these cassette tapes. We just listened to them again and again and again and again and again. Until, one, I mean, the cassettes would like literally like slice, like you listen to it too much. You wore it, you wore it thin, you know, you wore it out. I can say pastor's jokes before he said them. I'm laughing, I'm cracking before it's even done. And I'm just preaching the message to myself, to him. And I'm in the car, I got the cassette player. And I'm like, do you remember? Do you remember? And she's like, yes, I remember those moments. I remember that time too. It was all we could do, but hear the word and hear the word and hear the word and hear the word. Why? Because we were in a stage that we had no idea what the future was, but we were walking every single day by faith. We knew that God was calling us to better and to greater and that this is what his plan and his will was for us. And you know what was happening? Our belief was exploding because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. What's faith? Faith is a belief, right? Man, you could ask us anything. I believe. I believe. I believe, right? And I, it just reminded myself to do that again. What did it say? Hold firm our newborn confidence, our childlike faith, which originally led us to him. Steadfast until the end, right? Steadfast from beginning to the end. You know, when you're in a first relationship and you got all the feels and all you could do is just like be by each other. I mean, you're in service, you literally, you, I mean, you got to touch arm to arm, you know, it's just like, yes, right? Get like that with the word of God. Get like that with Jesus. Come on, get like that. Get like that with the scriptures. Like you can't wait. You're so excited to wake up and dive into the word. You're so excited to wake up. God, what's your plan? What's your purpose for me? And you know what distracts us? The phone. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, we didn't have no phones at that time. I definitely didn't have no phone. Man, people had a flip phone. I was like, whoa, you so rich, you know? You loaded. I mean, I thought I was cool with a pager. Page me, call me, beat me if you want to reach me, you know? So it's crazy though, right? Oh, I just have my phone next to my bed because it's my alarm clock. Stop lying to yourself. All you're doing is this. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. I mean, we got blue light. We got all these things to protect our eyes. What? What's? I mean, I went to the doctor. I'm like, my eyes, it's like brightness. Do you look at a screen all day? Yes. Do you look at your phone? Yes. Do you have an iPad? Yes. That's what it is. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. But this is what we're, this is what this generation is. You know what I mean? So we have so much distractions. It's funny because I have a, a, a paper Bible next to my bed. But I'm like, I am not going to read the Bible on the phone. Today, I'm going to read it in paper. I never do. I always read it on the phone. It's so much easier, right? But I'm just saying, it takes a lot of discipline. I am far from perfect. I'm dealing with the same stuff. I'm dealing with the like, girl, get it together, self-control. I got the sleep thing on. Do not open 
I'm a, I'm a go-to-bed-early girl. So if you text me, everybody already knows this. It's sleep mode. <laughs> Unless you want to reply at 4.30, it's sleep mode, right? But we got to get steadfast. We got to get passionate. We got to get hungry. And we got to get some self-discipline, right? As believers, God does not reject us because of sin. When we're born again believers, God's not rejecting us because you're on your phone and you're addicted to your phone and all you do is scroll, scroll, scroll. God is not, and I'm not saying that scrolling is bad, but let me tell you, the feed is wild. Sometimes I sit next to young people and they're so used to scrolling through their feed, they don't even realize I'm sitting there. All the images I saw in five seconds, I'm like, whoo, my gosh. I got to look away. <laughs> That's a lot going on. There's way too much skin. Like, what are you, like, who are you following? I don't even know. What, but that's not my business. That's yours. That's between you and God, right? Right? We need some self-control because it's distracting us. It's distracting us, right? And God's not rejecting us because of sin, right? God also isn't moved by our holiness. Woo, I fasted. I prayed. Good for you. You want to know what fasting does? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what fasting does. Fasting does not move God, but fasting will shut your flesh up. Let me tell you, your, your flesh is so afraid of fasting. You could just tell it you're going to fast. It's scared. <gasps> don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Oh yeah, I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast and I, I, I throw it out there. I have to like publicly say it to my sisters because otherwise I will not do it. Let's be real. And I throw it out like, hey, hey, you guys want to do something together? You know, we're better together because your girl don't want to be watching you eat, okay? No, but true. <laughs> I do, right? I say, you guys want to do this? But because you know what, it's, I'm telling you, do it, do it yourself. It doesn't move God, but it puts your flesh in check. Fast some social media, fast some TV show that you're addicted to, fast something, and, and you're like, oh, okay, you, one day's not enough? You're going you're gonna to be like that? How about two days? There you go, start fighting with the flesh. Well, what if I just drink a smoothie? Is that a fast? Your, your, your flesh will already start compromising, right? You're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Water or bone broth, okay? Bone broth is good for you. It's healthy. Is this just me? Anybody else? Or has it been a minute since anybody's done a fast? Okay. <laughs> it's not January 1st. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm just letting you know, this is not about being religious, right? I'm not saying this message so that everybody can be like, oh, no. It's about we need to shut up the flesh and we need to not be so yielding to the flesh, right? How do you know when you're yielding? Because you're getting cold towards the things of God. And your, your flesh is on fire, it's, it's set ablaze for whatever it wants. It says we don't work out, then we don't work out. It says we sleep in, then we sleep in. It says we wake up in the middle of the night and drive to 24-hour jack in the crack, then you wake up in the middle of the night and you drive to 24-hour jack in the crack, Filiberto's. It's open 24 hours just for your flesh. That's all I'm trying to say. Do you get me? Do you feel me? We got to say, no, shh, flesh. You're a follower. You're not the leader of this situation. You're not the leader of us, right? 
us meaning that you're a three-part being, not that you're like <laughs> multiple people. <laughs> Anyways, right? Once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you become born again. You become a new creation. Come on. You become baptized into the body of Christ. And God sees you through the spirit, right? You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. You live in a body, right? Our spirit is perfect. Our spirit is perfect. Your spirit is perfect. That means you are perfect because you are a spirit, right? Your, your spirit is perfect and it's never infiltrated by the actions of sin. It's ne- it is, it is vacuum packed. Have you guys ever like vacuum packed food or anything? It's like, that's your spirit. Your spirit is vacuum packed, sealed by the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's, not, it's not a matter of your spirit. It's a matter of your soul. It's a matter of your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, right? It's a matter of your heart. It's a matter of your intellect. It's your conscious. That's where sinful acts mess us up, right? Let me tell you, sugar begets sugar, right? You, you're like, um, anybody else, right? It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to cheat today. Well, since I cheated today, I'm going to just cheat the weekend. And well, since I cheated the weekend, let me just cheat. It's, you know, my birthday month. And, and it's my best friend's birthday month. And then it's in the group, you know, in the group chat, it's their birthday and their birthday. And, and then it's Father's Day. And, you, and it's not celebrating unless we have sugar, right? Can I get a witness? You know, like in the world, it's like we ain't celebrating unless we get drunk, we ain't celebrating. But in the Christian, we ain't celebrating unless we got sugar. <laughs> they ain't got no sugar. They ain't no celebration. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm coming for everybody today, right? But our body is just a follower. It's time to let the Spirit lead us, right? The body and soul will always follow. If, if we allow a hard heart of unbelief in our soul, soul, then that's what's going to get us off track every single time, right? It turns us away from the things of God, and then we become cold. We become insensitive. We become unfeeling. We become unyielding to God and his word. I'll read the word tomorrow. I'll go over the scripture tomorrow. And how many of you guys know tomorrow never comes, right? And you're just getting distant and distant, but you want that passionate relationship with God. You so desperately want to grow and mature and go from level to level to and fulfilling your destiny. But we're getting distracted by the world, by stuff, right? By work, by life. God has so much for us. God has so much for us. And we need to get sensitive to his word, to his voice, to his will, and to his promises. Above all else, guard your heart carefully because out of it flows the issues of life, right? Above everything else, guard your heart for it is the source of life's consequences. God is good. Man, God is great. You are forgiven, but you have to reap the consequences of the decisions you make in this world. And the more that we focus on God and we focus on his word, we make better decisions. We make better decisions with our relationships. We make better decisions with our finances. We make better decisions at, our, at the workplace. We make uh, better decisions in every area. We have to guard our heart from becoming an evil, unbelieving heart, turning away from the things of God. That unbelief wants to creep in unbelief. Well, 
God hasn't done it yet. Up, oh, you're still in the same situation. Up, oh, and there the unbelief is, and we're getting distracted and distracted. Unbelief is what holds us back from going beyond and having greater. We have to keep focusing our eyes on Jesus. Refocus, recalculating, recollaborating, right? Calibrating. Hebrews 12:2. Let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from beginning to end. He did not give up because of the cross. On the contrary, because of the joy that was waiting for him, he thought nothing of the, dis of dis of the disgrace of dying on the cross. And he is now seated at the right side of God's throne. What is the joy set before you? What's the joy set before you? The word? What's the joy set before you? Come on, Jesus, salvation, wholeness, victory, prosperity, hope, and a future. Come on, what's the joy set before you? Look to Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on, on Jesus and be diligent to understand spiritual truths. We have to be diligent to get an understanding. We come to hear the word, but it's a whole nother thing to understand the word. You come and you can hear a teaching. It's a whole nother thing to get an understanding of what it means to you and your life and apply it. Jesus said in Mark 4, 24, then Jesus said to them, pay attention to what you hear, right? Pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. That is to the extent that you study spiritual truths and apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to you and you'll be given even greater ability to respond. And the more and then more will be given to you for whoever has a teachable heart. Who has a teachable heart? Let me tell you, for all of my days, the once the moment I think I know something, girl, you about to get schooled. Just get ready. That moment you start to think you know something. Always keep a teachable heart. Remain humble. Know that you, there's more for you to learn. There is more for somebody. Everybody's got something to teach you, right? To him, more understanding will be given. And whoever does not have a yearning for truth, even what he has will be taken from him. Guys, the same scripture in the Passion, in the Passion Translation. Then Jesus said to them, be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Who needs to be diligent? You have to be diligent to understand what you're hearing. Get an understanding. For as you do, more understanding will be given to you. And according to the depth of your longing to understand, much more will be added to you. For those who listen with open hearts will receive more revelation, more understanding, which produces more application, which produces a total transformation, what we all desire. But those who don't listen with open hearts will lose what little they think they have. Guys, we got to fix our eyes on Jesus, right? And be diligent to understand spiritual truths. Create in you a desire to learn and to discover the word of God. You got to stir up the gift. You got to set it aflame. You got to desire. God, I want to know what it is you have for me. God, speak to me through the word of God, through the message. As you coming to church, prepare your heart. Let go of the attitudes. Let go of the familiarity. Let go of whatever happened there 
that day and say, God, I'm trusting you that you've got a word for me today. God, I'm trusting you that you've got a plan for my life and I'm gonna receive the revelation of that message that is coming forth. You gotta prepare your heart. Your heart is the ground that the seed of the words of God are landing on and it's your responsibility to, to create good ground, right? Every time you have opportunity to come to church and hear the word, choose a teachable heart. This year marks 25 years that I have been coming here. And every single time I come to service on Sunday, let me tell you, I got my notebook ready. I'm ready to learn. I know that God's got a word for me. Or you know what I could choose to do is, oh, I heard that scripture. Oh, I heard that message. And the moment you get that attitude, man, what little you think you have will be taken away. Who said that? Jesus said that. Humble yourself or be humbled, right? I'll humble myself. Every time you got opportunity, don't get sidetracked by the enemy. The enemy, he wants you to become cold. Oh, I've heard that message. Oh, it's whatever. Oh, I didn't really like the worship song. Oh, you know, they could have done better. Oh, they didn't play my favorite song. Anybody? Right? We all got all kinds of thoughts and attitudes. We got to check them. We got to check them out the door. I mean, I want to see people when you walk in, just shake it off, shake it off. Whatever you got to do, maybe leave it in the car. That might look kind of weird at the door. <laughs> just like we had a little radar like beep, beep, beep. Oh, there's still an attitude in you. Hold on. You need to shake it off a little more. <laughs> Imagine a little attitude radar. <laughs> Girl, your face, we already know. Still hanging on a little bit of that attitude, right? No, not us. The enemy, he wants us to become cold, insensitive, unfeeling, unyielding, hard-hearted, heartless, stony and bitter, callous towards the things of God. Prioritize your attention. Prioritize your focus. You know what they're saying now? Even adults are losing focus. Like we have in a generation that is, they have no focus. You know when it's toddlers and all this time in kids ministry, it'd be like, okay, their age level. That's about all the focus you got. So you got one-year-old, you got about a minute. Okay, there you go, gone, you know? So you better get that teaching in in one minute. You got 10-year-olds, you got about 10 minutes. So better wrap it up in about 10 minutes, right? You got 13-year-olds, you got 13 minutes. We're over here, we got 40-year-olds and they got 30 seconds attention span. Why? Because you didn't watch too many TikToks. Fling, 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 fling. Just whoo. All this uh, just stimulation. Wow, 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 wow. And then now normal people, you have a conversation like, you're boring. <laughs> Why? I'm not, they got no tricks, you know. There's no filter on me. I don't look like a mouse or a clown or what. No, this real life. Wake up. You're not in the metaverse. You're not a virtual you. You're a real you. Okay. All right. But isn't that wild that the attention span of adults this day is just shrunk? Like, I mean, they're, they're ready for you guys. They're like, oh, yeah, here comes dementia. <laughs> we gotcha. They after us. The enemy's got an agenda. Wake up. Wake up. No, we got the mind of Christ, right? We ain't falling for them tricks. We're going to be educated. Still be reading books. That paper book, that Bible I got next to my bed. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm going to read the paper Bible. Yeah. I read the Bible, but it's like always done digital form now. It's just like, there's just something about the Bible, though. I do love reading the Bible. Actually, every time I'm studying the word for the message, I do read the paper Bible. But I'm saying for like my own personal study, I just love the digital Bible. But on teachings, I mean, like if you guys saw my Bible, it's just like, it's like fireworks. You got 
pink, yellow notes, stickies, just the highlighter just blew up on it, you know? Anyways, we got to prioritize our attention, our focus, and our thoughts, and our affection, because above all else, guard your affections, for they influence everything else in your life. Paul said in Colossians 3, 1, Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep your mind set, focused habitually on the things above, heavenly things, not on the things of this earth, which only have temporal value, right? For God, for You died to this world, and your new life, your real life, is hidden with Christ and God. Set your mind on the right things, because your body won't go anywhere your mind hasn't already been. Your body will not go. I mean, you're watching that Pinterest, and they're making this recipe and that recipe, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm craving chepche. I need it now. Like, literally, that happened to me. I'm like, guys. It's these Japanese noodles. They were bomb. They were so good. But you know what? I looked up one, and all of a sudden it fed me another one, and another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. And I was like, I need it. I need I'm saying it wrong, and I'm sorry for the way I said it. But what, what happened? I, I looked it up, and there it is. It sent me another one, and another one, another one. And then I wasn't satisfied, right, until I had it. That's why the ads are after you, the algorithm, right? They're after your attention because your body will follow. They get the thoughts, the body follows, right? Think about what you're thinking about. And don't entertain thoughts that oppose God's standards for your life. This is why we have to be aware of what we are allowing in our hearts as seeds that will automatically produce fruit in our lives, right? Why do you think the world has such a strong agenda with every TV show, every cartoon, every movie, music, education, literature, come on, the socials, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, Instagram, and the world news. There's an agenda. They're after your attention. Why is it always so dark and so depressing? Why does news got to be dark and depressing? When's the last time they talked about all the great things that are happening in the world, just giving us life? We're so excited. No, it's about all the destruction that is going on throughout the whole world. You know, like back in the day, you only got to know what's going on in your neighborhood. Now you know the whole world's devastation. And there you are like, (gasps) you're watching everybody's ring videos. This person got kidnapped and this person and this person. And you're like, that looks like my neighborhood. Why you got to be so dark? When's the last time, you know, somebody saved a puppy on the ring video and that goes viral? No, it's just somebody stole your dog on the ring video. That's what goes viral. And there we are watching, watching, watching. Why has it got to be so dark, right? Filling our hearts and our minds with thoughts and standards that oppose the word of God. We got to wake up and guard our heart because out of it springs the issues of life, right? Focus on the word of God. Focus on God's promises. Focus on peace, health, and victory. Our heart becomes sensitive to what we focus on. We got to focus on God. That's, I'm not saying this to be religious. I'm letting you know that your heart becomes sensitive to what you focus on. That's what I was talking about when you're first in love. That's all you're focused on. You're like, oh, 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 oh. get like that with the word. 
And there you are, getting sensitive to the things of God. You're passionate about the things of God. You can't wait to get to church. You can't wait to serve. You can't wait to get in that word. You can't wait to go over the scriptures. Why? Because you know, you're just building it up, building your belief, building your belief, building your belief, building up that faith, right? Our hearts become hard when we don't focus on that. That's why our heart, the longer you get away from the things of the world, your heart becomes hardened to it. It's like not a temptation. You're like, whatever. People blow up your, you know, your DMs. I'm like, don't even, doesn't even tempt me. I mean, back in the day when I had a DM, now nobody has my number, so ha. Huh? But anyways, it didn't even tempt me. Why? Because I wasn't thirsty for it. It was not my jam. Like, seriously, that's not at all going to get me. But I don't even want to deal with it, so it's gone. But other people, it's like you're so thirsty that you just got to read every DM. You got to read what they said. You got to read their comment. You got to read their comments on your man's page because you were in there. What they say about you and this and that and that. Tit for tat. And you're like, what is that? Stop. What is after our attention. After our attention. is after our heart. When you stop focusing on that, you become hard to it. It's no longer that. We want to become hard-hearted, cold-hearted to the things of this world. Right? And sensitive to the things of God. Our hearts become hard when we don't focus on those things. It's automatic. It's time to get laser focused on our relationship with God. It's time to get laser focused on the word. Jesus said in Mark 4, 26, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how, for the earth yields crops automatically by itself. First the blade, then the head, after that the full grain and the head. Our heart will automatically bring forth fruit from the seed sown. We're not over here like, oh, what was that word I heard? This is wild. Guys, this part is crazy to me. Somebody says something and I'm like thinking about it, thinking about it. Somebody tells me a story. You're like, oh man, that happened. I go to bed and I'm thinking about it. Why? Because I allowed my attention to get focused on that instead of, and I'm saying in the negative, in the negative way, because somebody's like, I want you to feel bad for me. I want you to know what I'm going through. They, they took my attention to the negative, And then instead of offering them hope and life, and I just go like, oh man, I feel sorry for them. And you're thinking about them. And then your heart, it's like, no, that's unbelief. Father, I repent. Forgive me. I can't wait to get back with that person and let them know God's got a plan. He's got a purpose. Guys, this rarely happens. I'm always the one that's going to shove down your throat. God's got a plan. He's got a purpose. You can overcome this. We're going to resiliently get through this. But there is moments that it gets me. There's moments. And then you're distracted with the negative instead of being connected to the faith that God has a plan and that faith is our victory and that we will overcome. God's word is seed. God's word is seed. We, our heart is the ground. And if you want to harvest from this seed of the word, you have to plant them. Where do we get them? Here in church. We get them planted in the word. You got to protect them, water them, treasure them, hide them, study them, keep them, watch over them. What are them? The seeds. The seeds, instead of keeping the negative seeds that people said negative things, we got to let those things go. We got to garden those things out of our heart and we got to protect the good seed of the word of God. We got to treasure it. We've got to water it. We got to meditate on it day and night, focusing on it. 
and then we're going to have good success in all that we do. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Who's ready to make your way prosperous? How are we going to do that? Meditate on the word day and night. Don't get distracted by the silliness of this world. Meditate on the word, right? Then you will make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. When you meditate on the word day and night, you will automatically produce fruit from that seed. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. How many are ready to produce good fruit? Fruit of the word of God in every area of your life, making you a prosperous and successful. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. God is with you always. God is with you always. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And none of this is about your relationship with God. All of this is pretty much about your relationship with the flesh. And we got to keep it in check, right? It's just the follower. And we want the spirit man leading the way. And the only way our spirit man is going to lead the way and we, is when we keep our eyes focused on Jesus. We keep our eyes focused on the word of God. Amen, 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 amen. Y'all receive something tonight? God's got so much for us. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you listen to. And meditate on the word day and night. I love you guys. Have a great night. We will see you all on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.